Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Friday, my friends. And of course, welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on Drive Time. That's from 4 p.m. Tuesdays to Fridays. Anyway, on with the podcast. And we begin with the FA Cup, where Frank Lampard's Everton reached the quarterfinals after beating non-league Bournemouth at Goodison Park. Here's the fallout on TalkSport. Is second, and Everton have finally seen off the challenge of Boreham Wood. Rondon with a far post header. Ashby Hammond beat the ball out, but it had gone over the line. And Frank Lampard showing little emotion, but his team are into the quarterfinals. 2-0. You know, I'm here not that long, and I have to understand that the players need to hear a message, not just to me to shout at them about how they slow their playing. So I tried to make a clear message, made a change to get Rich Olsen, get another player behind their midfield line, give them more problems than we were getting. Players reacted really well to that, which I'm pleased with. So we saw you know, some of the not-so-good things in a game where you, you go and get the comfortable result in the end. Sometimes it's good to flush those out, and I see some things. So I'm, I've got no problem with how the game went. of players are gathering with the match officials around the centre circle and there is a huge banner in the Ukrainian colours saying imagine all the people sharing all the world and that is the sentiment which I think we can all share at the moment and the draw took place for the quarterfinals before the game here's the reaction Number two, that is Crystal Palace. Well, let's head over to uh, Goodison Park now. Ian Abrahams is with Andros Townsend. Yes. Yeah, quarterfinals, team called Crystal Palace. I don't know if you know anything about Crystal Palace. Never heard of them. Where are they from? (laughs) From South East London. No, seriously, your old team. I mean, listen, it's a great occasion. Two Premier League sides going at it uh, to get to to Wembley and... uh, They'll be licking their lips at the tie. We'll be licking our lips at getting them. So it'll be a tough game as it was earlier on in the season when we played them. Would I take the FA Cup and go down? Not in a million years. No, no. Not in a million years. I, we have to stay in our Premier League, especially when we've spent over £600 million in the last five years. Can you stay in the Premier League? Do you know what I think it comes down to, Jamie? We've got three games in hand on Brentford, and I've said it for the last three or four weeks. Those three games in hand are away at Burnley, and we've got two home games against Newcastle and Leicester. If we don't get four or five points out of that and finish above Brentford, we're gone. I'm listening to somebody's negative Everton fans, and I can't believe they've actually been there. It was obvious what was going to happen tonight. We're playing a National League side with nothing to lose. They're playing on adrenaline. We've made quite a few changes. We were professional throughout today. We're never looking like scoring. On now to the Bournemouth manager, Luke Garrard. We're not foolish. We knew we had to stem them. I felt our first half performance was really productive, shut the gaps, nice and compact. Then they got their kicks into gear. They were 
Bright, Richarlison come on at half time. And I said to the boys, that's credit to you because he's made an early sub. But their quality outshone us on the evening. It was just a shame that we didn't have a moment because the fans were colossal this evening. Frank sent you a text beforehand. You had a little bit of an embrace on the touchline afterwards. What did he say to you? No, I just said, well done, brilliant. And then some of their players said, well done, really. Like Seamus Coleman was brilliant. Said how well we done. So now he's just a class individual. Absolute class. The way he conducts himself on the pitch, the way he goes about his information to the players, there's no frustration in him. That's just things that I need to obviously improve on. But he's at this club for a reason, a calibre of individual in terms of the way he works. And he, yeah, I think he's been immense throughout this whole period. He'd be very proud of this team. I mean, it's a, it's a great effort, great effort to come to Gunnison Park and to, to put up that sort of showing. I think his testimony to the coaching job Gerard has done. On now to the sports bar with Jason Cundy and Jamie O'Hara. If you are just joining us and you haven't seen the FA Cup quarter-final draw, Middlesbrough will play Chelsea, Southampton will play Man City, Crystal Palace will play Everton mm. and Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield Town will play Liverpool. And Spurs, Spurs, they, they, they've left it off this list. Why have you done that? So look, give me... Who have Spurs just, got? Just stop digging who's, me out over Spurs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We can still get top no, no. four. Jay, you had Middlesbrough the other night, right? You must have beaten Middlesbrough. Listen. A championship I'm, club. Just, Jay. I'm just going to remind you. Who's Spurs club, got? Your club, Spurs got? Your club Spurs got? is up for South. Yeah? You're going to be in League yeah, One before the, the you King, know it. The Kings of Europe. You're gone. You're King, done. Kings of Europe up for South. The 19 years of success. Kings of Europe up for South. Spending all this money. Super Cup winners up for sale. It's over. Cut, still in the Champions League up for sale. Yeah. Now, following the news of Roman Abramovich's decision to sell Chelsea, TalkSport's Danny Murphy said the new Chelsea owner will have a hard act to follow. Here's chief sports correspondent for The Times, Matt Lawton, to explain a little bit more on the current situation at the bridge. We've always argued for continuity. We've always argued for giving managers time, and that's the, that's the sort of blueprint for success. He tore up that blueprint. He kept changing his manager and he kept winning. He nearly won the European Cup with Avram Grant. You know, he was only a penalty kick away from doing that. Of course. He won it with he won it with Roberto Di Matteo. And he's kept changing managers and he's made some very good managerial appointments. Of course he has. Tuchel being a perfect example. Brings him in, wins the European Cup at the end of the season. He was a game changer. He changed the landscape. He upped the ante. He took spending levels to a completely new level. Big news if you're a Chelsea fan this evening. Owner, Russian billionaire Roman Abramovich has confirmed he's decided to sell the club. It was a wow moment last night when the statement actually dropped because it was the fact that we've all been writing and we've all known for all this time that there's this £1.5 billion loan that is owed to him. And he's written it off. That, yeah. That's the most staggering part of the story, is yeah. that whoever buys it hasn't got to clear that debt. I think what's most important is the intention of the new owners. So yeah. whoever's going to buy the club's going to be wealthy. We know that. But what structure are they going to put in place? You know, what amount of that wealth are they going to use to try and make the team competitive? Or is it more of a business model? You know, you look at the various uh, ownership models in the Premier League already. The one thing you know you've got to do now at the top end is spend. And also, it's not just spending, it's how you spend and who you put in the pivotal positions of CEO or head of recruitment, all these different things. Because one thing you can say about Chelsea's, although they change managers a lot, the one thing that they have done is continually win. You know, if he is sanctioned, I believe there will be a way for Chelsea to move forward, but it might mean a bit of a, a summer transfer window that's a bit akin to a transfer ban. Or, you know, it might be that any any outgoings need to be balanced with 
like incomings need to be bounced with outgoings, that kind of thing. So, you know, there's a way of operating, I think, for Chelsea going forward, you know, even in the worst case scenario, but it would mean a bit of a sort of limbo state and um, maybe a lack of investment for a short period. Now, the Times have reported that former Everton boss Carlo Ancelotti has emerged as a surprise contender to become the next Manchester United manager. However, the former Liverpool midfielder Danny Murphy believes the Italian is not the right fit at Old Trafford because he's too short. Oh, sorry, my mistake, because it's too short term. Yeah, apologies. I've got the utmost respect for him. The job he's done over the years, supposed to be a terrific fella. He's not stayed in any job longer than two seasons, apart from AC Milan, the club he loved, obviously. That was many years ago where he stayed there for eight. But Chelsea, a couple of seasons, PSG, a couple, Madrid, a couple, Munich, a year, Everton... What was that, 18 months, something like that, maybe less? And now at Madrid, I I think United have to look at something more stable, more long-term. And I also think his managerial style is one where he's gone into many clubs that have already got success, got superstars, players, top of the game, and just keeping that going. There was talk at Chelsea, I remember speaking to a couple of people who worked on him, spoke very highly of him, but basically said that his management style was uh, let the players kind of look after themselves. Now, Jesse March spoke to the media for the first time since being unveiled as the new Leeds United boss. In a revealing press conference, he highlighted the one thing he wants to change straight away. The, the adjustment of tactics is number one. And so making it clear to, to what our playing style is going to be moving forward and communicating that and then implementing it on the pitch every day, even so when not every player has been available. But like I said, the, the video, we've had video sessions every day and, and the, the attention span, the, the concentration, you can see there's excitement about the opportunity to try some new things. And then the investment in the people. If you talk about me as a, as a manager, that's, I think, what I care about the most. I, I love tactics and I love football, but, but I, I really love working with young men and helping them understand how to continue to improve and be the best version of themselves. So I've had a lot of individual conversations, have a lot of, have had a lot of conversations uh, in front of the group. And yeah, I think they're getting to understand me more and more every day. Hey, how you doing? This is Ted Lasso. I'm the new head coach of the Tottenham Hotspurs, and uh, I'd like to talk to the Queen, please. I think there's probably a stigma. <laughs> I'm not sure Ted Lasso helped. Um, I haven't watched the show, but I get it. I get it. Like, people hate hearing the word soccer. They hate hearing... I mean, I've used the word football since I was a, a football professional football player. I think more and more in the States, we're adapting to what the game here is in England and our connection with what this league is and what the culture of the sport is in this country. I can understand that they don't think that we have the experiences that can be created here in Europe. Frankly, they're right. You're listening to TalkSport Daily. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. 
Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And Leeds take on Leicester, live and exclusive on TalkSport from 11am, which starts our game day coverage for the weekend. On to Brighton boss, Graham Harry Potter, ahead of the clash with Newcastle on Saturday over on TalkSport 2. He spoke about their recent dip in form, which has seen the Seagulls lose their last three matches. In the last three games, well, like I said, at half-time against Manchester United, I thought we were, we were OK, probably create the best chance of the game, probably the better team, and then we make a mistake, we can see the goal off the, off the kick-off, we get a man sent off and the game goes pretty much that way from us. So then it was difficult to play with 10 men in that type of environment. And then against Burnley, I, I thought it was a combination of the opponent did well, adapted well to the conditions, adapted well to the day. We didn't, we didn't play well, probably attacked too fast, didn't build up as well as we could, lost a bit of stability in that. So a combination of those things mean that it was a team performance that wasn't like what we're used to. And against Aston Villa, like I said, it was a, I thought up until their goal, which came a bit out of the blue, really. We had two really good attacks, but then again, you're down in the game and you've got to try and find a solution against a well-organised defensive side with attacking players on the transition like Coutinho that they signed from Barcelona that are talented. So, yeah, these are the challenges you face in this league, like I said before. It's the Premier League. If anybody thinks it's going to be easy, then they can maybe come and sit here. They'll do better. But that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's drive time today at 4pm alongside Darren Bed. A reminder that straight after us on TalkSport 2, it's Sheffield United against Nottingham Forest in the Championship. There will, of course, be another... Why are you shouting? I don't know. But maybe it's the end and I feel shouty. But anyway, there will, of course... Whisper it. OK. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.